0: Hi, I'm Marty. Welcome to Light in My Eye Scripture Podcast. It only takes a few minutes to spend time in Scripture and feel and be the better for it. Come be refreshed by the Word. Good morning. Today I am in Jacob chapter 4, verse 6. Wherefore, we search the prophets, and we have many revelations, and the spirit of prophecy, And having all these witnesses, we obtain a hope, and our faith becometh unshaken, insomuch that we truly can command in the name of Jesus, and the very trees obey us, or the mountains, or the waves of the sea. I think we learn about the prophets for many reasons, one of them being to be able to realize they were regular people. If they could have experiences with God, why not me? I think to obtain that hope, though, we need to be seeking all three of those witnesses listed in this verse. Words of the prophets, personal revelation, and the spirit of prophecy, and seeking them often. We can study the words of the prophets. We have lots of resources to facilitate that. Personal revelation is worth a study all of its own, but I will say that we have lots of ways to seek out personal revelation as well. What about the spirit of prophecy? Doesn't the very word mean that it's only for prophets? In Revelation 19.10 it says, And I fell at his feet to worship him, and he said unto me, See thou do it not. I am thy fellow servant, and of thy brethren that have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Now I want to go back to Jacob 4.6, it says, having all these witnesses, we obtain a hope and our faith becometh unshaken. When I first read that verse, it seemed to me like it was a really big leap to go from obtaining a hope to having faith that was unshaken I looked up the definition of hope. And it says grounds for believing something good can happen. The archaic use is a feeling of trust. I can see studying the prophets and receiving personal revelation giving you hope, like I said, that feeling of, well, why not me too? But I realize now that the spirit of prophecy is what bridges that gap and gets us from obtaining a hope to faith that is unshaken. Bearing testimony makes that testimony stronger, and the crazy of the world and the stress of everyday life work chunk by chunk to tear that foundation of belief down. So it is just making sense to me that this is something we are lacking, bearing testimony of Jesus to build up our own faith and, happily enough, also build up the testimony of others. I looked up definitions of testimony and I find them very interesting. The first is evidence or proof provided by the existence or appearance of something. And the second is a public recounting of a religious conversion or experience. But really, doesn't that come out of the first? Alma thirty forty four says, But Alma said unto him, Thou hast had signs enough. Will ye tempt your God? Will ye say, Show unto me a sign when ye have the testimony of all these thy brethren, and also all the holy prophets? The scriptures are laid before thee, yea, and all things denote there is a God. Yea, even the earth, and all things that are upon the face of it. Yea, and its motion, yea, and also all the planets which move in their regular form, do witness there is a supreme creator. So all things, all things, denote that there is a God, but it is also true that God gives us personal experiences that provide us with that evidence or proof of his existence. And that's what we can share in testimony, the ways God has touched and been a part of our lives, letting us know that he lives. Jacob talks about the tremendous power that unshaken faith can bring into our lives, that we truly can command in the name of Jesus and the very trees obey us or the mountains or the waves of the sea. And then he talks about God's plan for keeping us humble. In verse 7, nevertheless, the Lord God showeth us our weakness, that we may know that it is by His grace and His great condescensions unto the children of men that we have power to do these things. Now, when God enacts any parts of His plan, Satan is never very far behind trying to mess things up, right? God shows us our weaknesses to help us remember that all good things come by His power. Satan is the one who wants us to feel bad about ourselves because of our weaknesses, not God. So that part of the equation we can learn to recognize and toss out. Our weaknesses let us appreciate God's grace. When we start to feel down on ourselves because of our weaknesses, we can say, cut that out, Satan, and go back to appreciating the magnitude of God's grace. So it is my prayer that I will be able to recognize and take advantage of more opportunities to testify and strengthen my faith and bring more of God's power into my life. And I will take advantage of the opportunity to start right here. I love my Savior, Jesus Christ. I know that he and the Father love me and watch over me. They teach me and they speak comfort to me. I know that they love all and each of us. There have been times that I have felt great love for people that I hardly even knew, and it was because I was feeling a portion of God's great love for them. And it is my testimony to you today. Heavenly Father loves you. Jesus Christ loves you. They are watching over you. They are working things to your good. Watch for those little evidences in your day that God really is with you. Thanks so much for joining me today. I hope you've enjoyed these few moments thinking about Scripture. To find the text for the verses we've discussed today, you can follow Light In My Eye Scripture Podcast on Instagram. Have a wonderful day, and may God's light shine in your eyes today.